Coming to you live from Norman, Oklahoma. It is your favorite podcast. It's Burgers and Brats with your hosts Braxton Poe and Matt Marks. We've got full NFL and college football predictions for this upcoming 2020 season. We are having a season, so we're here to break down each division. We got winning the championship. We got making it there. Uh, but first, make sure you're following us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, TuneIn, and anywhere else you get your podcast at Burgers Brats. And stay up to date with our latest news on Twitter and Instagram at Burgers Brats. One of our most frequent guests and my favorite guest, Reed Newport, is back to break down the football seasons. Reed, thank you so much for coming back on. What's up, man? Appreciate y'all having me back. Reed, you got to give out your socials for everyone? Yeah, it's um, 580 Smoke on everything. 580 Smoke. It's not, it's not my phone number. We've had confusion with that in the past. That's just my ad name. But, yeah, pretty much everywhere. Good to have you back on, Reed. Thanks, Matt. And, Reed, you were on with us when we were doing our NFL schedule breakdown. So, see if you got a few notes or if you changed up a few uh, since then. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to be. Now that I, we weren't sure last time if we were even going to get to this point. So, I'm glad to be back with a little a little more hope, I guess. That is that is true. And um, a lot of things have um, sh- shaken up in the NFL world. So, uh, first, cooking on the grill, let's start with a little basketball. Uh, Lakers and Rockets, game three last night. Uh, Lakers take a 2-1 lead. Braun with 36, AD 26. Harden and Westbrook combined for 63. LA's playing like uh, LA should uh, with 2-1 lead. I, I think they take control, win in six. What are you guys' thoughts on this series? I mean, I was I was hoping Houston would, uh, I mean, like, two, you know, being down 2-1 um, isn't bad. I really want Houston to win this series. I can't stand um really any of the any of the LA teams but you know I, I think LeBron is just too good um they will win I, I agree with that six game prediction and um hate to say it but yeah LeBron they'll be advancing I like six too I think Houston will probably get hot one more one more time we saw it in the Oklahoma City series when they get rolling it's hard to deal with but I, I think LA is too much yeah and we saw the Westbrook and Harden with 63 and it wasn't enough to get a win so the all their whole team will have to be on to beat the Lakers. Uh, Toronto, Boston, Boston is up three to two. What happens tonight? Toronto force a game seven, and who wins this series? Reed, uh, I think Boston's going to close tonight. Um, obviously, you know Ka- losing Kawhi was big for Toronto. I just think Siakam's not not good enough to get him over the hump. Um, I think he's more of a two guy. So I got Boston uh, finishing the deal tonight. Reed, I'm right there with you. Good pick. Go Boston. I picked Toronto to win this series, so I'm holding that for game seven. Hopefully uh, they can get two more wins in Toronto. Um, uh, Bucks and Miami. Miami closes out the Bucks. Uh, Giannis and Milwaukee goes home again early. What what I what are your thoughts on this, Matt? Why can't Giannis and the Bucks get over the hump? Um, this MVP, why can't he make the finals? You know, when you look at it, I mean, you would think they'd have the right pieces with Middleton, and of course you've got Giannis. I mean, you, you just you look at that team and go, yeah, they should compete. But give a lot of credit to Miami. I mean, Miami with Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson, and they got Dragic and Bam. I mean, and Jimmy Butler. I mean, this team was good, and they played a plus effort to take down Giannis and the Bucks. 
but yeah, no, this was the most disappointing series so far. I, I think really just because I mean, Milwaukee was almost a shoe in to get to the finals and they came up real short. Um, but give a lot of credit to Miami. Wow. They played really well and uh, kept Giannis in check. And of course, Giannis had that injury um, that kept him out of that game five. I just want the record to show that uh, I came on this podcast in February and picked Miami to be in the Eastern Conference Finals, and I think you guys laughed at me. So we're we're gonna have to look at that. <laughs> I, I think you guys laughed. at oh, me. I'm sorry, Reed. I'll take that back. <laughs> I'm I'm not confirming that story yet. I don't remember that. Somebody pull the tape. Right? It's somewhere, but <laughs> we'll get the tape. I I predicted Miami before the series to win. So, but yeah, February. I did not. I don't remember that. And then uh, my Denver Nuggets versus Clippers. Uh, Clippers come back when uh, go up two one. Denver just blowing leads. Um, what uh, I think Clippers and no, nah, I'm going. No, I'm going Nuggets. So I picked Nuggets to win. I'm going to go with them. But it's going to be tough now that they're down two one. Uh, Clippers are playing great. Paul George is showing up. So it's going to be harder for the Nuggets to win. But I'm rolling with the Nuggets in seven right now, uh, Matt. Uh, you know how I feel. Um, can't stand the Clippers. Um, I hate them. Uh, last episode, I went on a rant. I don't need to do that again, but I think they're going to win. I hate to say that. Your Nuggets need to get their act together, Braxton, but I I think it's going to be Clippers, and I hate saying that. Reed? Did we lose Reed Newport? Did we lose them? We may have lost them. I think we lost Reed Newport. Yeah, uh, hopefully Nuggets get it done. MPJ is not showing up on the defensive side of the ball. And um, Jeremy Grant cannot make a three-pointer, so you can't win games doing that. And Paul George is finally playing basketball. So, Braxton, when I mention this name, what comes to mind? Pat Bev. Oh, my. How ever. That dude cannot be talking about flopping. Um, yeah, flops five times a, five times a game, and gets three points and four boards. That's it. Yeah, um, no, I, that's yeah. yeah. I mean, again, I go into a rant, and I we don't need to hear it again. But you're right. I mean that that's just so dumb. That's so dumb. Like he wants to pick a fight with everybody. The dude, like Russell Westbrook said, the dude walks around, runs around, and he's lying to y'all. That's all he does. Flops. Yeah, that's uh, – I, <laughs> I, I don't know what else to say. Just stupid, you know? And then Mike Malone comes out and says, um, <laughs> I'm not going to listen to Pat Bev, but I'll listen to Kawhi because he's a pretty good player. Reed, <laughs> Reed, are you back with us? Yeah, can you guys hear me? We got yeah, you now. Welcome okay. back. Sorry about that. No, you're good. We're just going on about Pat Beverly and how we hate him. Oh, that's my least favorite NBA player since he, <laughs> tore, hey. since, <laughs> since he tore Russell Westbrook's meniscus in, like, what was that, 14? Can't stand him. Yeah. Him and KD are Mount Rushmore, most hated players in the league. For sure. All right. You guys ready to get into some NFL predictions? Let's do it. All right. We're going to start with the NFC North. Uh, I'll go first. Packers, they've got Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, Devontae, or they got Adams. This team did not add much in the draft. They added a quarterback for one of the greatest, Aaron Rodgers. So they don't have much depth. And then 
You got at 23, Mike Hughes is the oldest cornerback on the Vikings roster. 23 is the oldest cornerback on the Vikings roster, so their defense is not going to be good this year. And there's no Stephon Diggs. And the Lions, well, they are the Lions. Uh, but they did add Adrian Peterson. And the Bears still have Mitchell Trubisky as their quarterback. So they are going to be at the bottom of the – I think they'll be third in the division. I'm going with the Packers in this division still. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, Matt LaFleur, uh, Rome with the cheese. Matt, who you got in this division? Yeah, you know, Green Bay did well last year. I don't think that – you know, I think when we talked about this months ago, I, I may have picked Green Bay. I've changed it since then. I'm, I'm going on that uh, Minnesota uh, bandwagon out of the north. So Their oldest the defensive back is 23, Matt. What? Their oldest defensive back is 23. You know – Minnesota, though, I, I just I feel it. I feel it. Go Vikings. Go to the Cousins. Stephon Diggs. They did. Yeah, no, they, it is going to be. I mean, look, it's up to Adam Thielen and, and the young core. I mean, that's that is totally true. But look, let him ride. Let's see what Kirk can do with just Thielen and, and, and the young wide receivers and this young team. Let's see it. I'm down. I'm going Vikings, though. Uh, I've got Chicago, which I mean, one of us is going to be right, I guess. But I, I think that. Um, <laughs> Trubisky's going to get benched eventually um, and bring Nick Foles in. I just – I feel like the division's not very good. Uh, I mean, I know uh, Green Bay was in was in the playoffs, and I think they were in the NFC Championship game last year, but I don't feel like they did anything to address um, their needs. And um, like you said, um, Minnesota lost some playmakers. I think um, if Chicago can get some adequate quarterback play, I think they'll be okay. So no one's picking the Lions. That's a shame. <laughs> <laughs> no one, uh, no one. Uh, you know, I saw today that on the hot seat. I think ESPN had Matt Patricia as definitely one of the coaches. If they do, if they get dead last again in the division, which I think we probably are all maybe agreeing with that, that's yeah. what's going to happen. Yeah. Then uh, he'll he'll be canned. That Lions team what won three games last year? So pathetic. Reed, I have, a, I have a thing for you. So you got the Bears winning, but you have Mitchell Trubisky being benched. You don't get benched for winning games, Reed. <laughs> so I don't think he's gonna make it. I don't think he's gonna make it very long. So they can't win the division if they're losing games and they bench their quarterback. I, I just don't think he's gonna make it very long. I feel like if he comes out and I know everything coming out of camp is that he's been a, a different player, but I think if if he comes out and doesn't live up to that, then the Chicago fans are gonna put a lot of pressure on the organization to make a change. And I believe in Nick Foles a lot more than I do Mr. Trubisky. So it, if if Foles plays, I got Chicago, which I think will end up happening. All right. Uh, NFC West. Uh, you got the Cardinals with offensive rookie of the year, Kyler Murray. And then you add DeAndre Hopkins for absolutely nothing. And you still got Larry Fitzgerald there. I think that team is – I think that team goes second in the division this year. Uh, 49ers are still very good, but uh, no Emmanuel, Emmanuel Sanders. I don't know if Jimmy G can uh, reciprocate. Um, I got Seattle winning the division. So uh, I got Seattle winning that one with uh, Russell Wilson. You know, I think um, I, 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 I've got to go repeat with San Fran, but, yeah, it's good. It's going to be challenging. Uh, can Jimmy G do that? Um, obviously, I mean, had a great year last year. Um, and, yeah, you're missing some pieces. But, you know, a strong defensive team that they were. I hope they can still follow it up. 
I, you know, I've got Cardinals down third in the division, and I know they're loaded. I really do. But it still, this is the second year for Kyler Murray, and we'll see how he continues to develop. I, I, I love watching him play. I know we all do. Um, and then it's Seattle. I think this is a tough division uh, with those three teams. But I'm, I'm going to repeat with San Fran. Not very confident in it, but that's my pick. I'm with you, Matt, on San Francisco. I'm, I, I think uh, the Cardinals could – could make a run at the second and maybe get in a wild card slot. Um, I'm excited to see what K1 can do out there. And Kingsbury in his second year, um, it seemed like at the end of the year they were kind of putting stuff together and figuring out the NFL game a little bit more. So, you know, you add uh, DeAndre Hopkins, which may be the best receiver in the league. I think they're going to be able to do something. I don't think it's a year for them, but I'm excited to watch them. Yeah, it'll be a fun year down in the Valley. NFC South, my – I think that's the best division in football. You got the Bucks uh, coming in with and with Tom Brady, Gronk, uh, Mike Evans. This is an old Tom Brady. This is a Gronk who's been retired, been retired for a few years. Uh, Falcons, Julio Jones, Matt Ryan. And then you got the Panthers with Teddy Bridgewater and Christian McCaffrey. Saints. You got Kamara, Drew Brees, Michael Thomas. I think it's one last go-around before retirement. I think the Saints win this division. Yep, I'm with you, Braxton. going to be a fun battle, uh, Breeze and Brady, and Breeze is going to take this division. I, I've got uh, I've got Tampa Bay. I think um, all the additions, I mean, their offense is going to be fun to watch. Um, and we'll see if, if Tom's really the GOAT, um, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Tampa Bay. The answer to that question is no. Yeah, I, I know your feelings on, on the system quarterback, <laughs> but. <laughs> uh, Matt, are you are you like at the highway right now? That's what I'm hearing. You know, I'm getting ready for the NFL season, so I thought I'd spend the day outside in the rain. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I'm just soaking it in, saying hi to everyone driving by. So, yeah, apologies to uh, our fans listening. But, yeah, I'm outside. I'm just getting ready. I'm hyped. <laughs> For tomorrow night. So NFC East, this your your guys' team is in this division. So Eagles, I, I think they stay pretty mediocre. Uh, second the second in the weak division. Your division is awful, guys. All right. Uh, joke of a Washington team. Uh, they stay in the last place. I think Giants make strides. Uh, I think Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley uh, pick up the pace. I think they finish second. Give me America's team. I'm going Dallas Cowboys, baby. Mike McCarthy, loaded on offense with Dak, Zeke, Amari, CD. Give me America's most annoying team. <laughs> you know, I, I've got to go with uh, with Jason Garrett. I'm just kidding. Um, I'm with you on Dallas. I love that Mike McCarthy has replaced Garrett. We got CD Lamb, like I said, Amari Cooper. I mean, this team is loaded. This team's going to win it. No more 8-8 eight eight Braxton, okay? That left. 9-7. <laughs> baby, maybe. We'll see. But it's not going to be 8-8. Eight eight. Um, I'm very pumped for Dallas. So, yeah, give me give me the Cowboys all the way. Yeah, I've got the same thing. I'm As a Dallas fan, I'm excited to, to see the new era come in. You know, we met a lot of additions, a lot of signings. Um, and once we add Earl Thomas, I think it's going to be a, a – <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be a good year. Reed, are you with us? Hello? We lose Reed again? I'm good. Oh, there he is. Okay, my bad. My, okay, we're good. It's that, it's that Wi-Fi. Something. 
<laughs> AirPods All right. are telling me. Yeah. <laughs> All right, moving into the AFC East. No Tom Brady, but no downgrade with Cameron Newton. And Belichick is still their head coach. I, I'm, they're, they're in the worst division, man. The division's not getting any better. Uh, Patriots are going to win this pretty easily. As long as Cam Newton can stay healthy, which I think he can. Uh, Bills will be a good team, but they're not going to take over uh, the Patriots just yet. Oh, man. Not so fast, my friend, in the words of Lee Corso. No, I think they, I think this is the Bills' year. Uh, Bills, I know they got Cam Newton, but I think Bill, Bills just have got such a young team. They did really well last year. They're going to take another stride. Um, hopefully Josh Allen will be a little bit better, too, as a, as a quarterback. I've got Bills and then Patriots, but uh, I'm, I, this is it. No more of the uh, Patriots' reign of the division. It comes to an end, and here uh, here come the Bills. They got Stephon Diggs. Yeah, they do. Yes, I'm, they do. I'm, I'm with Matt. I like the Bills. Um, I think more than – I'm excited to see what Cam Newton can do in New England, but they have, um, I think, eight right, right now opted out more than any other team. Um, I think that will be a bigger blow than – than Tom or anything. Um, I know they have a lot missing on the defensive side. A lot of production last year is not going to be playing. So uh, I, I think the Bills are going to finally take it from them. I'll believe it when I see it, when another team wins that division. But for right now, Patriots. All right, AFC West, my division. Uh, well, not much hope for Denver. Von Miller looks like he's going to be out for the rest of the year. Uh, offense should look pretty good with Drew Locke and Jerry Judy. Uh, but Chiefs coming off a of Super Bowl, uh, MVP. Uh, Chiefs have 18 starters back. 18. So, no, they're picking up where they left off. And the Chargers and Raiders, uh, they're going to still be at the bottom. I've got Kansas City. That's an easy one. That's, nothing else needs to be said. It's all Kansas City. Yeah, me too. I don't, I don't think anyone's real close to them in the division. Thanks for the love, guys. <laughs> I mean, it's such a such a terrible division right there. Anyway, oh okay, eight and eight, eight and eight wins your division every year. I'm kidding, but hey, will you, will your uh, will Denver win? How many? You know, two games, four. Will they get to six? Will they go eight? <laughs> hey, eight? What, what are we looking? Denver at? finished second in the division last year, so they did. I I don't have them doing that this year. I have them dropping to third, but we'll see. We will see. No Von Miller, AFC South. Colts now with Philip Rivers, uh, Houston. Bill O'Brien decided to trade DeAndre Hopkins for nothing, and Tennessee still has Derrick Henry, Tannehill. Uh, Tannehill played great last year. I there's no way this dude plays good two years in a row, and I don't know if Derrick Henry can uh, do the same as well. I've got the Colts winning the division. I don't know why I just got the Colts. Wow. Um, I mean, you know, I, I like that pick. I've got a. Uh... Tennessee actually winning it. Um, I, you know, Bill O'Brien is I, that whole trade was dumb. I, I don't get it. That's why you shouldn't have a coach be a GM as well, especially in Houston's case when it ruins uh, a franchise. We'll see what David Johnson can do and prove himself and get back to, you know, being a David Johnson of old. I mean, you know, the injuries have really gotten him, but I've got Tennessee. I think I, I disagree with you. I think Tannehill will continue what he was doing and i know that's maybe a long shot in some eyes but i'm going with tennessee i'm gonna stick stick with matt again uh, we've i know we've been on the same page a lot i think tennessee just even if Tannehill's not um to the same level i think derrick henry's so good that you can run your offense through him um 
Andy, uh, Philip Rivers is, uh, what is he, 53? <laughs> right? But, um, <laughs> Almost 60. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. so I, just, <laughs> I can't imagine him making much of a difference. Um, I mean, I'm sure he'll be a little bit of an upgraded quarterback. And then, like y'all touched on, I don't know what Bill O'Brien's doing in Houston. And then um, Jacksonville's selling everything. So I, I think it's going to be a, a pretty easy division for Tennessee. I think teams will know how to stop Derrick Henry this year and Tannehill. So that's that's just my thing on Tennessee. But uh, final AFC division, AFC North, uh, Bengals, I think they'll be a fun team this year with Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, uh, new head coach. Steelers, same team with uh, Ben Roethlisberger. They are going to be good in the regular season but can't make it over that hump last, like the last few years. Uh, Browns, they should have a breakout year. Baker Mayfield should be out of that slump. Um, him and Odell, Landry, they all should be on the same page. You got Miles Garrett coming back, but Ravens, uh, I don't see them, pick, or I see them picking up where they left off as well. I think they win the division. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I've, I'm with you. Me too. All rolling, Raven. All right, uh, AFC and NFC conference championship games. Uh, AFC, uh, Reed, who do you got in this? Uh, I've got the Chiefs and the Ravens, um, which is a stretch. I know it's not not really a bold pick, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I, I think um, you want you want to, uh, my winner from that, or you want to wait on that? Uh, we'll we'll wait a second on that. Okay. All right, uh, I, Reed, I've got the exact same Chiefs Ravens. I mean. The two best teams, the Ravens, as long as they don't choke like they, like they did last year, uh, they learned their lesson. Chiefs still have a great offense, and they have the 18th easiest schedule, so I think Chiefs will be the one seed heading in. I'm going to shake it up because why not be a little wild with it. I've got Chiefs as well, um, but I'm going Chiefs and uh, the Bills. Oh, my wow. God. Yeah, we're going out on a limb. <laughs> We're going out on a limb. I like the bold prediction, Matt. NFC, uh, Matt. NFC, who you got? Um, I've I've got uh, a, a really good matchup with uh, Dallas and the Saints. All right, no home pick, no home cooking there. Reed, who you got? In this? Nope, not at all. Yeah, no, no, uh, no bias on this side either. I like the Cowboys in Tampa Bay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, guys, I'm going Cowboys and Saints. <laughs> so we all got the Cowboys. Um, so they won't make the playoffs this year. <laughs> but I, I think they can finally get over that hype this year with uh, McCarthy and that offense. Uh, before we do Super Bowl MVP, I've got Patrick Mahomes. Who you guys got? Oh, Super Bowl MVP. No, no, just regular season. Oh, re- re- oh, regular season. Okay, that's like um, yeah. Mahomes uh, is too good, of course. Um, let's give me Lamar. I like back to back. I think the Ravens are, right. are gonna gonna be good again this year. Back to back. All right, Super Bowl. Well, I know Cowboys to make it to the conference championship game. Make it over. Make it through that hype, guys. They're not making the Super Bowl. Come on. <laughs> Saints versus Chiefs, <laughs> two great quarterbacks. Drew Brees, as long as the Saints don't play Minnesota in the playoffs, uh, Saints make it back to the Super Bowl. Final year for Drew Brees. He finally wins. He goes out like John Elway and Peyton Manning. Uh, went, Saints winning the Super Bowl. It's hard for a two-peat, so that's why we got the Saints as well. 
you know, this is the year 2020, such a weird year going out with the crazy picks here. I'm give me for the Super Bowl a Kansas City Dallas match. Oh. And the Cowboys in the first year under Mike McCarthy are winning it all, taking it from Kansas City. It's going to be a good Super Bowl. Dallas wins 35-31. It's going to be a great game. I mean, do, do you want to know who I've, I have winning the Super Bowl? Or, I think I know. You, <laughs> I, I've got, Let's hear it, Reed. I've got the Cowboys, too. I like the Ravens out of the AFC. Um, I think Lamar is, is going to be on a mission this year, get over the hump, kind of like what, what we saw from uh, Mahomes last year after he lost in the AFC uh, title game the year before. Um, but I, I think I think the Cowboys are, are gonna. It's gonna be the year. I mean, I feel, right. as, oh, a Cow- man. as a as a Cowboys <laughs> fan, I've probably been saying that my entire life. But I, I like the Cowboys twenty seven twenty three over the Ravens in the Super Bowl. I hate I, both I agree. Of you. Great minds think alike, bro. <laughs> I, I that's just that's a great prediction. I I think we need to start a Cowboys podcast or something. I mean, that's just such a great pick. It's going to happen, Braxton. Just watch. It's going to happen. I'm okay with you guys getting them to the conference championship game, but making it to the Super Bowl and winning as winning well it. when they keep going 8-8. Eight and eight. Oh, look, that's a whole nother. That was the that Jason was... Garrett era. Exactly. Oh, my. We got a whole new team. And we got we got the man, Greg Zerline, is our new kicker. I'm pumped about that. No one, you know, anybody else happy about that? That's my, that's my fantasy kicker right there. <laughs> He'll cost you guys a game in the playoffs. Watch it. All right, that's our full NFL 2020 season predictions. We got a little home cooking from the two guys in our gosh home cooking man. Cowboys winning it all, really? Oh. Yes, sir. So, college or NFL starts Thursday, but also starting Thursday, college football. Our full predictions on that. But first, make sure you're following us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, and anywhere else you get your podcast at Burgers Brats. And Twitter and Instagram at Burgers Brats. Only seven ranked teams play this week, and we're already seeing games postponed. TCU, SMU, Oklahoma State, Tulsa, a few other games. Tennessee, uh, 25 of them, 25 players are out after contract um, contact tracing. And Southern Miss or Ole Miss, Southern Miss has a lot of guys out, or Iowa. Don't 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 ruin me over that. It's Iowa or Ole Miss so, or Southern Miss. Jeez, it, this is hard. That's a lot of different states. That's, that's just Iowa. What are we talking about, bro? I don't know, man. It's it's Iowa or Southern Miss. One of those teams. Um, well, we know it's everywhere. Yeah. you know, it's <laughs> Southern Miss played last week. I know on Thursday. I don't think it was Southern Miss. Then I'm just gonna stop talking. It, it's some <laughs> team had 40 players. Um, more than 40 players have it. Now they're down to like twenty something this week, but uh, one of them are out. Tennessee's got twenty five out after contact tracing. So my question to you guys, Reed, I'll start with you. We've already had games canceled. We got teams with mass number of positive tests. Can we make a full season? Um, I can't see a, a way that we do. Honestly, I, I'm not optimistic. But I, I also didn't think we'd get to this point. So I mean, they, they've found ways to make things work, but I just think once the traveling starts and in and out of different states, and especially once you get into the – I know early a lot of teams have bye weeks, but once you get into the conference play and you're playing every week in different states, 
Um, I think it's it's probably going to get to a point where the NCAA has to come out and say, guys, we're, we're going to have to shut it down. It's it's out of control, um, which I don't I, – I hope it doesn't happen, but that's, that's what my gut is telling me. I think uh, I think the season will go through. Um, I, we may lose some games due to due to COVID and and not being able to reschedule. I think they're going to make it through to the end. Um, Matt, five games. I, I want, five games is not a season. <laughs> well, I'm not saying that you lose half your games of having to you know that you can't reschedule or postpone. But I, I think if you lose a game or two, I, they're going to. I personally think they're going to get through it. And I'm really maybe just being overly optimistic, but I think they're going to get through it. Um, and, you know, I mean, we, yeah, we've already seen, you know, the Baylor La Tech game got postponed or push, you know, postponed, pushed back a week, whatever. Um, I think, I think it was that. Yeah, but Oklahoma uh, State, like you mentioned, um, yeah. It, or maybe, maybe the Baylor game didn't get postponed. I don't know if they got postponed, time changed, whatever. But, you know, games are changing around. I, I, I just think they'll get through it. And I want to be optimistic in that. Yeah, there are three built-in bye weeks, so uh, maybe if a game gets or if a game gets postponed, we can move it to one of those. But it's going to be tough, especially already seeing games postponed. So let's start our conference predictions. We'll start in the American Athletic Conference. Uh, Cincinnati and UCF are, of course, the favorites. Some sleepers to watch out for me: SMU and Houston. Uh, Shea Bouchelle. Uh, at SMU, he's still doing good. I've got Cincy and Memphis, though, um, in the conference game. Yes, Memphis. Um, wow. Give me, give me Cincinnati with head coach Luke Fickle. I'm going Cincy. Wow. You know, Braxton, I'm just going to copy off that. I mean, I, I like that pick. Everyone's, you know, talking Cincy. Um, and being kind of maybe that sleeper team. I was watching, uh, you know, college game down if you guys caught it. And, um, I don't remember who, but someone put Cincinnati was, was kind of getting. I think it was Desmond Howard. Yeah, Desmond. Yeah, put put him in as in the college football playoff. Since he's getting a lot of love, I'll go with that. I'll go with you, Braxton, on that one. I like Memphis. Um, I don't think they're going to probably make the playoff, even if they win the conference. But um, they finished top twenty-five last year. I know their their quarterbacks coming back. Um, starting running backs coming back. They had a, a receiver that probably could have went to the NFL last year. He's coming back. I think um, I think they're going to be good in the Americans. So give me Memphis. All right, ACC. Uh, they're just one big conference this year. So Clemson and Notre Dame, they could play twice. They're playing um, late in the season. Uh, it, easily Clemson-Notre Dame in the conference final. I mean, those are the two best teams by far. ACC is a weak division. Sleeper team, though, uh, Tar Heels. They, the only tough team they play is Notre Dame at home. And I, I, I think Tar Heels can do good with Mac Brown, and um, he has another year. So, But give me Clemson beating Notre Dame in the conference final or the conference championship. Yeah, I'm right there with you again. Um, definitely when you got Clemson so dominant, but I, I do want to give a shout out. Yeah. To Mac Brown. I mean, that UNC team is, is, he's did a great job with them last year, getting them better. I expect them to take another step forward this year, but you're going against Clemson that no one's taking them down, but I, I really like what Mac's doing in North Carolina. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you guys. I think obviously this is a race for second. Clemson's far ahead of everybody in the division. I think Notre Dame, consistently gets overrated preseason. I'm I'm not real high on Notre Dame. I like 
North Carolina. Um, I know they've been recruiting uh, great. I don't think they're – obviously they're not going to compete with Clemson this year. I think maybe a year or two they may be um, in that ballpark just with what Mac Brown's been able to do on the uh, recruiting side. Um, but I like them in the conference uh, championship game against Clemson. Um, but I got Clemson winning. Yeah, I want to go to Notre Dame, but they just – they overhype every year. They they don't show up in big games. Look, they're going to play Clemson twice. So, I mean, if they could get one win against Clemson, especially at the end of the year in that conference championship, they can make the playoff. But uh, Notre Dame doesn't seem to show up. Then – S-E-C, over-under on how many teams make the playoff. I'm going with, like, 30. I'm going with all of them. I think all, all of them. I think they put all SEC teams in the playoff this year. I mean, why not? They, they can, since no Big Ten and Pac-12. But this is Florida's year. I'm on the Florida hype train. I think they make it out of the um, – they finally make it out of the East. Uh, I think they overtake Georgia finally who's made it a lot the last few years. And Georgia has no quarterback. Who is Georgia's quarterback? Their quarterback opted out. Um, but making out of the West, Bama's playing this year. Nick Saban's still the coach. They're going to make it out of that uh, division. I got Bama, Florida in the championship game. Nick Saban's still the head coach, so going with Bama. He gets it done. Well, Braxton, no quarterback, no problem. I'm, I'm sticking with Georgia. And I'm going with Bama. So, you know, those two teams will find their way to the college football playoff. I know it's a boring – no changes there with college football playoff. It's just going to be the same teams that we see. We've seen this seem like the last five years. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm sticking with Georgia. I don't think Florida gets it done this year. Georgia does play Bama, though, in the regular season. Yep. I, uh, I like Bama uh, also to win the conference. I think maybe Florida may sneak into the playoff just because, I mean, we've seen this happen before, the team that – that loses the SEC title game, falls, and the third-place team can get in. Um, Bama did that a few years ago. Um, so yeah, I, I, I guarantee agree. you. Yeah, I agree with go, you guys. There'll, there'll probably be two SEC teams in the playoff this year, especially since there's no Big Ten. And Well, I'm, I mean, Pac-12 doesn't make the playoff anyway, but <laughs> I, I, <laughs> there's no loss there. You know? I think Bama is going to be too much. I know that they're, they're losing a lot of playmakers. They lost a lot to the draft, but they always reload. I guarantee you, if the both teams are have one loss in the SEC championship, the loser will still get it. In. I guarantee that. Uh, Big Twelve, our conference. Um, Reed, you want to start with the Big Twelve predictions six, on this one? Six Pete. I don't. I don't. I don't see anybody taking this down. Um, I think uh, OSU is probably the second best team, in my opinion. Um, their offense is going to be really good, um, with obviously Heisman candidate Chuba Hubbard. Um, Tylen Wallace. They may they may have a um, Belinikov winner too in Tylen Wallace, and I think Spencer Sanders is good enough to get them to be decent. Um, and then they have twelve of their top thirteen tacklers returning on defense, and two uh, butt kiss. Um, I guess it's the watch list linebackers. So I think they're going to be pretty good, but I can't see anybody taking down Oklahoma. Right there with you, Reed. Good pick. So, yeah, OU five in a row. Who's going to stop them, man? Who's going to stop this team? Um, uh, like you said, Oklahoma State, they should be good this year. Uh, sleeper team, a lot of them are picking them um, in the Big 12 championship. We are having um, Spencer Rattler is going to be the first kid since Trevor Knight starting at OU that we got out of high school. So that'll, that'll be interesting. I think uh, Rattler will be a little rough early. 
But, man, I'm in love with Iowa State and Brock Purdy. We, we've been in love with them for a few years now. I, I think this is the year Iowa State gets over the hump. They, I think Iowa State makes it to the Big 12 Championship because the last three years we've had the Big 12 Championship, OU's faced someone else. They've faced someone new. Texas, Baylor, wow. uh, TCU. I think Oklahoma State, this team has been over – this team has been hyped up for the last four years – since Mason Rudolph was there with Coastal aspirations. But, no, they got Mike Gundy coaching them. They always seem to blow it. Um – OU does have a rough stretch, though. I'm going to say that. They got Kansas State, Iowa State, and Texas. I think OU um, could mess up um, in between there. But, I mean, OU. OU is going to make the Big 12 championship. And I, if Iowa State doesn't make it, I think it's Texas. But it's going to be OU versus Iowa, Iowa State and Texas play on 11-27. So it's going to be OU. And whoever wins that game is going to face OU in the Big 12 Championship. So Iowa State-Texas on a, November 27th, that's going to be the deciding factor. That's going to be the game that decides who OU faces. But watch out for Baylor. Uh, that's the same team from last year. Uh, same team, uh, just a new coach, but the coach has been there. So watch out for Baylor. OU also has a stretch uh, where they, they don't play at home for a month. Um, so that, that may be something to watch out for too. I don't you know, we, we always tend, always tend to slip up once somewhere. So we always have one hiccup, bro. One hiccup. So before uh, college football playoff predictions uh, on this day, baby, favorite segment, nineteen eighty six, the Oprah Winfrey Show is first broadcast nationally. Nineteen sixty six. Star Trek first premieres on NBC TV and 1894 London taxi driver George Smith is the first to be fined for drunk driving I didn't know it went back that far but some birthdays to give out we got um, Colonel Sanders KFC Adam Sandler and Arnold Palmer and our ad you need some new glasses or contacts? Visit HefnerEyeCare.com or call 405-728-8853. Or, and they are located on 5757 Northwest 132nd Street in Oklahoma City. So college football playoff predictions. Uh, Matt, start with you. All right, so, yeah, playoff predictions. I mean, I told you mine were boring. The ones pretty much from last, same teams. I've got Clemson at one. I've got OU at two. I've got Alabama at three, and I've got Georgia at four. And then I've got uh, an OU Clemson matchup. And then, of course, I'm not. I'm going with OU. It's about time they got to do something. Got to get over the hump and not choke it away. And they need to win one of these. So this is the year. Why not? Matt is home cooking today, baby. <laughs> All home cooking. I'm. A, I'm a little ticked off. I'm ready. It's time for something good to happen. Reed, who you got? Uh, yeah, I like OU coming out of the Big 12. Um, even if they do slip up, we've seen them get in with one loss uh, a lot. So I got them. Clemson, obviously, probably undefeated. Um, and then I like – I mentioned earlier, I like Florida and Alabama uh, to both come out of the SEC, um, even if Georgia maybe plays in the title game. Um, uh, as far as a championship game, I like OU Clemson. Uh, I, I don't know – if I can go with Matt, um, 
I, I know we were on the same page on the Cowboys, but I don't know if I can give it to OU um, this year. I think Clemson just has a lot more experience. And I think if OU can win a playoff game this year, then it sets them up good for the future um, with Spencer and, you know, the young core. Um, but I got, I got Clemson. Yeah, for my final four, I've got uh, Bama at one, Marshall at two, BYU at three, and Army at four. Uh, should be a fun year. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they've been playing good football. Did you not watch this week? Right, yeah. The, look, everyone got shut out? Or, or they, no, they, or they, won they were the doing shutouts. They were killing it. They were scoring 50, 60, so they were doing good. No, but uh, I really like the aggressive thinking. <laughs> I had you guys confused for a minute. Very much Matt, so. I think we lost Braxton. I'm not sure. If... <laughs> yeah, okay, Cowboys so. winning the yeah. Super Bowl. <laughs> All right, uh, for real though, number one, Clemson, uh, weak division. Um, them beating Notre Dame twice will put them at the number one spot. Two, I've got to go Oklahoma, not because I'm biased, but because Alabama has a tough schedule this year. A&M, Georgia, uh, I think they play Florida, uh, but they play uh, – I already lost count. All right, Georgia, A&M, LSU, and maybe – maybe Florida. But I think they slip up once or twice there. Oklahoma, I think they'll just have one loss. And if they just lose to a Texas, um, who will be highly ranked at the time, it won't be as big of a deal. And then number four, I've got Florida because I've got them in the SEC championship game and think they only uh, lose once. And it gives the committee a chance to put in two SEC teams without getting yelled at for not putting in a Big Ten. And from there, we all have Clemson OU in the playoff. I, the law of averages has to be on OU's side, man. Five years in a row, uh, they, they've got to make it out of the uh, semifinals. But I, I've got Clemson with you, Reed. I think Clemson, Trevor Lawrence is just too good. Clemson's been there before, and OU is pretty young. So I've got Clemson win the natty. Heisman contenders. Uh, for the Heisman, Trevor Lawrence. I've got Trevor Lawrence winning this. It's senior year. He's been close many times. I just think he finally gets it done. Two wins against a top 10, top 15 Notre Dame team uh, gets it done for him. I think Spencer Rattler, though, is number two because Lincoln Riley can put quarterbacks in that position. See what he did with Jalen Hurts last year and what Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray have done. Matt Heisman. Yeah, I'm with you on Trevor Lawrence. Uh, You know, I don't have Spencer Rattler on my list, and I know that – I. I don't. Um, I've, I've got Etienne, I've got Hubbard, and I've got Jalen Waddell as my th- as my third. I got those as the three runner ups to Trevor Lawrence. Um, I mean, Spencer Rattler, I hope has a good year, and as a, as a Sooner fan, I hope he he can win it. Lincoln Riley's done a great job. I hope he can get up to you know the runner up or second runner up. But I don't have him on my list to um, to win it this year. Yeah, I don't. I don't have Spencer either. That's my dog. But I just because of who I have winning. Um, the way the Heisman voting works, I think a lot of it's based on, you know, uh, geography and who's voting where. And I have Chuba Hubbard taking the Heisman. I think that'll take a lot of votes away from Spencer. And then also I think, you know, the narrative of an OU quarterback may be getting old for some people. And that's what a lot of the Heisman voting based on. Um, but I like uh, Trevor Lawrence to come in second. And then third, I'm going to just take a shot in the dark. I like Sam Howell, the quarterback from UNC. Um, I talked about how I think they're going to be better, and um, I think if he can make them competitive in the ACC, then he may have a shot to get an invite. 
Wow. Yeah, if they can make a run like and beat that fair. Notre Sounds Dame. Okay. Yeah, if they can make a run and beat Notre Dame for sure, I can see that. Hey, so I, I got a question, uh, and, and Braxton, sorry if I, I don't know if you were going to ask this question, but I got to throw this in. Is there any head coach out there that you think's on a very hot seat this year that could likely be fired during the season or after the season? NFL or college? Uh, college. Uh, I could see Tom Herman. I mean, Texas has been back for the last, what is it? Decade. Decade, <laughs> five years, and, and they've, I think, won 10 games once in that time. Um, so, I I mean, I, I know that they like to think that they're competitive, but the facts aren't aren't really on their side. So, I think if, if he doesn't come out and at least compete for a Big 12 championship, maybe make the conference championship a game again, then, then he might be in trouble. And I, I agree with that because Herman, you know, overhauled his staff in the offseason, and it's on him now. There's no one else to blame if he can't get it done. Um, Braxton, what about you? Uh, I think um, – who's their name, head coach? Brian. Brian Kelly? Yeah, Brian no. Kelly. I think – Really? It, it, they're, they're putting a weak conference, and if they don't make this conference championship game, that dude could be gone. If they struggle out of the mm. gate in the ACC – I don't know, man. I think Notre Dame's going to got... get exposed being put into a conference. Yeah, you think so? I do. I, I think they get an advantage not, not playing the same teams and not having film from teams to, with similar looks. I think that's part of a conference, and they kind of get a, away with not being able to do that. I think that it, it's going to – be... I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, I didn't. Sorry, go ahead. Finish. No, I just think Notre Dame's going to get exposed, basically. Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see, um, yeah, what that looks like. I mean, that's what, you know, the argument a lot of people, I mean, you see it on Twitter all the time, complaining they've not been in a conference. And now they are put to the test. So it will be, uh, it'll be interesting to see how that shapes up. And really, Notre Dame, and then you've got, you know, BYU and and a few others, uh, you know, that that are independents. I mean, they should just eliminate independence. It's time to get everyone into a conference. Um, but, yeah, that, this is a big test for Notre Dame. That's for sure. Um, also, too, just a couple other coaches I had on my hot seat from Syracuse, Dino Babers, and uh, Derek Mason from Vanderbilt, um, I think, are two that both had you know down seasons last year. They do it again. They're out. But my third coach was Tom Herman. And I, I really do think, if, like you said, Reed, if he doesn't make it to a conference game, doesn't do anything remotely close to that, um, Texas will make another change. I think Derek Mason's gone after this year, no matter what, if he makes it. Yeah. Either. Yeah. All right. Anything else at NFL college football prediction wise? You're just going to take the Cowboys to win it the next 10 years? Go Cowboys. Next decade? Is there any other team besides Kansas City? I'll pick Kansas City and Dallas for the next 50. No, I'm just kidding. But. A Kansas City pick wouldn't be too bad. All right. Share a burger and brought final segment. Me? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, I like um, – I'm going to give mine to uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Um, I know we kind of talked about the situation in Houston and how they traded him for nothing, really. Um, but he signed a deal yesterday, um, which was worth $54.5 million uh, over two years, and 42 of that is guaranteed. And the thing that impressed me was he negotiated it himself. Um, so, I mean, that's that's crazy to me that without an agent, he was able to 
become the highest non-paid quarterback ever. Um, I, I'm, I really don't have anything to say other than I'm just impressed um, with the business savvy that he, he showed right there. Yeah, getting, getting paid. Um, I've got a – this is a pretty cool story I found. So Tyler and Melanie, and I'm going to butcher their last name, Tapina from Parma, Ohio. So they got married um, recently, and they were going to have all these people come to their wedding, but, you know, COVID changed all those plans. And so they donated their reception food to the Lores Home, uh, which is a nonprofit that feeds and ho- homes homeless women and children. But not only on the day of their wedding do they not just, you know, give up their food, they went and served in the line and served those women and kids after their wedding. I thought that's a pretty cool story. Uh, pretty on cool. your wedding day, serving food. So props to them, especially in these tough times. That's a really good story right there. Well, I'm just going to go pretty basic. Uh, we are happy sports to be back. College football, NFL. Just, um, we are glad football is back. Give us something else to talk about on our podcast. Hopefully your teams win this year. Hopefully we all have a great season. Hopefully OU can uh, make the make it over the hump as well. Braxton, I hope you get a Cowboys uh, jersey after we win the Super Bowl. I'll get a CD Lamb jersey, man. I'll get one. Hey, there you go. That's what we like to hear. Reed, thanks again for joining us. You want to give out your socials again for everyone listening? Yep. I uh, appreciate you guys having me back. Um, it's 580 Smoke on Instagram, Twitter, um, TikTok, anything you want to find me on. <laughs> Hey, TikTok famous. I mean, right? Braxton's the king of TikTok, but uh, I'm more just scrolling. But <laughs> I love that. I love that. Uh, Reed Newport, one of my favorite guests on our show, one of our most frequent guests on the show. Uh, thanks again for joining us, and make sure you are following us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Pandora, and anywhere else you get your podcast at Burgers Brought. And stay up to date with our latest news on Twitter and Instagram at Burgers Broad. Thank you all for listening. Uh, for Matt and I, thanks for listening. Take care. Stay safe.